I'm the Carolina Weather Group's James Brereton in Charlotte, and we are tracking the forecast for Nicole. It might be November, but the tropics are reminding us they are still here. The National Hurricane Center is forecasting tropical depression conditions in the Carolinas for Friday and Saturday. That was a downgrade in the forecast that came out on Monday evening during their 10 p.m. Eastern Time update. And we'll talk about the unknowns and the possible paths the storm could take in just a moment but let's talk about where the storm is it's still a tropical storm and it's forecast to become a hurricane or near her hurricane strength as it makes landfall along the east coast of florida on thursday the storm will bring impacts to central florida and also to cape canaveral where artemis is more on that in a moment before moving back into portions of the southeast bringing weather to georgia South Carolina and North Carolina again in that Friday and Saturday time frame. In case you don't watch this whole video, let me get you the highlights right now. As the National Weather Service in Charleston said, coastal flooding, high surf, marine winds, heavy rain, flash flooding, and gusty winds are anticipated from this storm, not only along the coast of South Carolina, but across the region because the storm is going to spread out and it's going to kind of be a large reaching storm. Let's look at some of the computer models now, starting with the Americans NAM model. And you can see that landfall expected somewhere along the east coast of Florida on Thursday. Will it be exactly in that location? No, that's why the forecast cone has that spread. As you know, there's uncertainty to it. But notice what happens here. As we go later into Thursday, we're looking at strong tropical storm force or category one hurricane conditions at places including Cape Canaveral, where NASA just earlier this week rolled out Artemis back to launch pad 39b will they elect to bring it back into the vehicle assembly building as they did during ian they could they say they are closely monitoring the forecast they are probably hoping not to do that to preserve the upcoming launch attempts for this moon mission scheduled for next week we'll keep an eye on that as the storm moves towards that panhandle of Florida, notice that it kind of just dissipates and just spreads out. There's no longer a strong eye. There's no longer a strong eye wall. There aren't really even bands per se. The storm is very large, hundreds of miles large, and you can see heavy pockets of tropical downpours stretching from Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, even portions of Tennessee, all at the same time time. So if you take a look at what the winds look like on the NAM model, you can see just how big that wind field is. Will it be in these exact locations at this exact time? Probably not. But you can see how we're getting winds of, and I'll do the translations, 53 knots is about 60 miles an hour, as we're seeing here along the coast of South Carolina on Friday, and 40 knots closer to that 50 mile per hour range into places like the I-85 corridor. So the storm, even though the circulation might be back along that Florida Georgia line, will be a fairly large storm. Again, we're looking at those tropical depression, maybe gusting to tropical storm winds across the Carolinas, but also the heavy rain. These rain totals are just one forecast model's interpretation, but they are still early because it doesn't even take us through the whole event. This time's out midday on Friday. You can see that it's already by that point, anticipating that an inch to two inches have fallen along the coast. Also, maybe half an inch up in the higher elevations of the West Carolina, North Carolina mountains and lesser amounts across other portions of the Carolinas. But again, this is a Friday, Saturday storm condition. So these numbers would be 
before the storm has actually wrapped up. Not all the computer models agree. This European model brings the storm a little bit further south, a little bit further west, and then brings that what would be the center of circulation a little bit further west. Every jog a little bit further west could bring more impacts to the Carolinas because as we've talked about so many times before, it's being on that northeast side of the circulation where you get the strongest impacts. So if the storm goes a little bit further to the west, that puts more of the Carolinas on that northeast side. If the storm stays a little bit further to the east, as it still could, that would bring more of the Carolinas into the western half of the storm, thus decreasing but not eliminating the impacts. Again, looking at the forecast cone from the National Hurricane Center, which is made by humans, not a computer, you can see we still have a very wide spread for where this storm could go. But again, the forecast cone is just talking about where the center of the storm could be, saying that the center of the storm on Friday as tropical depression could be anywhere from Greenville, Spartanburg to off the Carolina coast. And that's just the center. And then we have hundreds of miles that span out of that with weather impacts. Again, those heavy rains, those gusty winds. So we're talking about heavy rain and gusty winds in the Carolinas Friday and Saturday for sure. For sure. Exactly where the storm goes is to be determined. So we will have updates for you on the Carolina Weather Group YouTube channel. Also our audio podcast feed, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. But I would say right now, if you're listening along the coast, uh, it is just again a good time to remind yourself when you get those storm surge conditions flash flooding beach erosion rough, rough surf especially if you are right on the water is there a place further inland that you sometimes go even just during typical bad flooding events because the timing of this with high tide could bring that scenario into play for you for now in charlotte i'm james Briarton. stay tuned for more updates on the cold